Hey, thanks for listening to the first episode of Story, a podcast where we take uh, one kind of media and transform it into another kind of media. So what does that mean? It means that we take a book or a movie, something like that, and turn it into something like a video game or an arcade cabinet. Yes. <laughs> a whole cabinet. The first episode is about Overwatch, the wildly popular video game from Blizzard Entertainment. We're going to be taking Overwatch and turning it into a Saturday morning cartoon. But first, why don't we do our quick introductions. Uh, I'm Harrison Pink. I've been a game designer for almost 10 years. Uh, I'm Sean Aysworth. I'm currently a creative director at a game studio. I'm Chris Reverend, and I'm a filmmaker who currently is working in game cinematics and game direction. You're a filmmaker? I make Ooh. films, too, but I haven't made them for a long time. I made private... Private films. Pornos. No. Adult private films. Yeah. It's just, like, me eating spaghetti and stuff. <laughs> so, pornos. So, by Saturday Morning Cartoons, we're kind of mostly talking about uh, action-oriented cartoons from the late 80s, early 90s, kind of like G.I. Joe or... Uh, X-Men, something like that. Ninja Turtles. Right, exactly. Uh, we actually kind of started getting together and having these conversations on our own, kind of just getting drunk and having fun. Uh, so we thought it might be fun for other people to listen to. Maybe you'll disagree. Let's find out. <laughs> I, think, I think the hope here is that we take something, analyze it, break it down into its parts, and then kind of, in doing so, figure out what made it work. And what we have to maintain to make it into something else. Yeah, I think there's going to be a certain amount of sort of critical analysis, not to get too dry, about things that we feel like work or things that we like and we want to latch onto and pull out and sort of turn into a different thing. Yes. Um, so we were talking earlier before the show, and Chris, it sounded like you had a pretty interesting way to like jump off into Can this we, thing. first of all, though, I wanted to say, I think we're varying um, addiction levels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am fully addicted to that game. Yeah. play it every day. Yeah, you're stop like playing it. It's ridiculous. Three I hate stars. myself how much I play the game. Yeah, um, I'm not quite there, but I do, like, if I don't get to play it after a couple of days, like, I'm get testy with my fiance and, like, <laughs> like I just need to, give me 20 minutes. I'm going to play <laughs> yeah. two games, which always turns into an hour at least. Yeah, yeah. But, and we're always angry at the end of it, too, because we just... No, <laughs> that's the one thing is I won't let myself stop playing angry okay, like i have good, yeah. to have a good game but then sometimes i just that means i play for like 40 more minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you're happy. yeah three it's hours later yeah, it's just fucking more. Game. yeah well yeah. it's like a weird energy to leave a game at the, you know what i mean yeah. you're supposed to have a good time yeah like, it's supposed to be yeah. fun and then if you just leave and like that somebody was playing cheaply and you lost and you're like your whole team sucks so it's like, playing symmetric yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, one more, one more. Yeah. It's just such a bad energy to go back into like your life with. Yeah, like, I need to kind of feel accomplished, and then I can close the like, computer. I'm only like ranked like twenty. Like, <laughs> put in, yeah, like I think I'm three hundred and nine now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you are. Um, I put in like a fraction of the hours that you have for sure, Sean. Uh, who do you main, Harrison? I'm a Torbjorn. You are a, totally a Torbjorn. I love name. Torbjorn. Yeah. Which is funny. Mainly because it maps straight to Engineer from uh, Team Fortress. Which right? is funny because yeah. I didn't play Engineer in Team Fortress 2. No, that's I funny. played Sniper and I played um, the Pyro and I played the Scout. Mm. Those are my three. Um, I don't know why. I really, really liked the Sniper in that game, but for some reason I just can't play Widowmaker. People just are way too hard to hit the Widowmaker. Yeah. Uh, so I just hard. gave up on that. Yeah. So. How about you, Chris? You're kind of a. I love Tracer. Like yeah. I, I still I still flop between Tracer and Soldier, and then if I have to, because Soldier's a good backup. Yeah, well, it depends. I used to play Soldier as defense, like really well. Mm. So it's usually if we have attack, I'm Tracer, and then if we're on defense, I'm 
Okay. Unless unless the comp doesn't call for it. But I kind of suck as support in every other class. So I kind of... You got to branch out, man. <laughs> yeah, I always do. And then I just... My team loses every time I... I'm, I'm okay as like a couple tanks. Like a Roadhog and Reinhardt. But that's about it. How about you? I play literally everyone as much as I can. And, that's true. And yeah, you really do. The problem is that like... Which sounds super like egotistical to say. No, I know. But like really I... But I just... I get bored. Uh, but the nice thing about the game is that you can... You can get bored and then switch over to somebody. So, like, yeah. right now I'm trying to learn Sombra. And, like, I've been playing Sombra like crazy yeah. and trying to learn Sombra. And, like, I've been doing better, you know? Like, at first it was really hard and, and uh, you know, people in the chat were shitty when <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't switch off. But I'm like, I'm trying to learn, you know? <laughs> so, um, but now I've gotten to the point where I feel like I can contribute the most matches with her. Uh, and then, you know, I, I, but, I mean, I would say I'm, I'm more of a tank guy. Like, I, I definitely am better with, like, Zarya or Reinhardt. Yeah, your shields um, is Reinhardt or are awesome and so yeah it's it's uh you know and then i'll play like i play pretty good lucio so well, that's tracer uh, i'm good at i think this is a i mean a good way to transition into yeah. a thing yeah is because uh you know what's great about overwatch like what's my favorite part about the the design of that game it's every character is so unique yeah. in terms of the gameplay but then also like if you have a bad team mm-hmm. then you are gonna lose unless some unless like you have one or two amazing people it really is teamwork for sure yeah, yeah it's like if you're not balanced so like with that in mind it's like i think that the most thing that we should do to, to make the saturday saturday morning cartoon version of overwatch is uh pick our main cast our main team you know who and and you know we're not going to balance necessarily their design and like tactical, yeah. but like oh, the, there's no there's no tank on this team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, yeah. but I mean like that. I think we should think about that at least in terms of the main heroes. I think that's yeah. But I, I think I you want you want a good comp. Be anal about it, right? Your like, good comp is your main heroes. But you also want yeah. a good spread of like personalities and like like the teenage mutant ninja turtles, right? There's like the like geeky one and the like like rude one and the party animal. No, I think that exists one, in right? the game now. I'm that's what I'm saying. Like we should think about that as well as their personalities as well as their like roles in the yeah totally totally yeah. Um, it's like a, but then you kind of think of your, your main character, right. and that, and it's I think about the, one of the cartoons I grew up on was the X Men animated series. It was a team, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then there's also like Captain Planet, and uh, is another one that's coming to mind. Um, but I think like I remember in the first episode of X Men, like you meet the X Men through Jubilee. It's like nobody's favorite really? character. Yeah, but like I, do, I just blank that because I don't even remember that happening. Like that's how uneventful that panel. All I remember about that show is that I watched it sometimes. I remember the theme like, song. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. You. Well, oh, we'll yeah, talk about, theme song. I'm talking about amazing theme songs and how we'll make one for Overwatch. Later. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be good. But I think it, it, it's like the way that X Men worked was the first you met them through Jubilee, and then like as the series went on, like pretty quickly actually, you kind of like you know episodes became character centric. Right. So like. Yeah, and that makes sense in terms of, like, you have a large ensemble, like, you're not going to be able to focus on everybody every episode, because it's just going to get, you know, like, what, you, what story are you telling? Right. I can, I can totally see that mapping to this game, but what this, I, this TV show. What I like about that is it really does work in that sort of, like, G.I. G.I. Joe genre, where, like, you have pockets of G.I. Joe squads around the world that you'll go on an episode and meet a squad of people from, like, Eastern Europe or something. And, like, right, that's right. the group from that area, or, like, like Africa. Or you, you meet, like, you go, you, like, Zarya's on the team, or whatever, and then she, you know, you go back to Russia, and then she meets, like, the, you meet the Russian her, people, the yeah, that she knew before, and yeah. you know, it's like, it's like, there's, like, a culture clash there, yeah, and she has absolutely. to, like, be in the middle. Yeah. I think Zarya's a really good pick, actually, for the, for the main squad, for sure. Like, okay, so, we can just start throwing out names, right? Like, Tracer is on the box. 
rocks, and she's a pretty like as far as like a jubilee equivalent. Yeah, except yes. way more useful, right? Um, but like that's pretty close, like high energy, young, like enthusiastic. Like, yeah, I could see and she's also being, I think canon canonically I might be wrong, but she I think she's the youngest person on the whole, except for yeah. Arisa, I guess. Arisa just came out, and she's um, a couple weeks ago. We're Just so you know where we are, we're, we're uh, currently in the Uprising. Uh, watch Uprising is currently going on. In yeah. the, uh, well, it's interesting, because Tracer is, like, it's her first mission. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, which is really cool to see, and, like, but she's, like, super into it, right? Like, she's super excited to be part of the team. Right, like, right. she's really enthusiastic. Um, yeah, she's super young. Um, and what I like about that is you can get that, like, that Marty McFly effect of, like, explain to me what's going on so the, right. you, the, the viewer can also understand what's going on. You can get that, like, um, through through the lens of, like, her being, like, a new member of the team or something. Like, would we set this, like, during that period? Like, we set yeah. this, like, oh, well, we're watching recruiting? Or? I think you could actually do, I mean, like, some of those shows did, you know, like, flashback episodes. Mm-hmm. And I could totally see flashing back to the Uprising era. And, but then also, you know, the, the main era is where the, the current game is, which is, you know, it's been years, and now they kind of have to get back together, and then you have Talon. That's such a good name for uh, Talon. Is, if you don't know, if you're just listening to this, uh, there's all this lore we're just kind of reading up on, and, you know, we're not super familiar with it. It's kind of going to hopefully help us kind of craft it, but we wanted to be familiar enough with it that we folded it in. And the main the, the main antagonists uh, of of the uh, Overwatch squad are called Talon. Yeah, not a Cobra. Which just sounds like exactly at all. like Cobra. <laughs> is it, is it yeah. an acronym? I don't. I, I don't hope know. it is. I, Man, I, I hope it up. is, but I don't know if it is. Tactical. I forgot. That's all I got. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. tactical. That's asshole. it. It's just yeah. tactical yeah. asshole. And then L O N. We can't just call it tactical asshole guys. <laughs> Legion of nightmares. I don't know. Like. Anyway, please finish You're your thought. You lost an eye there. Oh, um, ta- ta- Talon. Oh no, it is no Italian as well. Italian, no Battalion. Yeah, right, you no had more. a point. You were saying that like Talon is, is the enemy, like the bad. G- Talon is the enemy. I'm just saying, like, if we're going to map this to a Saturday morning cartoon, it's like ready made for that. Yeah, it's perfect. Which is why you know we discussed ahead of time that that, that was going to be what we we're going to do because it's you know it 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 all the all the kind of colorful um, characters and all the uh, all the. The, the the sort of tone of it is 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 that very arcadey. I remember when I first fired the game up, it looked like a fighting game to me. Yeah, and I was like, "This is weird." You know, it's weird for a it's first really person unusual. shooter yeah. to have this kind of aesthetic, but it like so works. Like all the music works together with it. I think the first thought you sort of have is that that this is just fun. You know, yeah. and that's kind of what those Saturday morning cartoons were. They weren't t- taking themselves too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to talk about the, the the squad makeup, right? So Tracer for sure. So Tracer is probably our like our key, like our, our uh, you know, it's her first day on the yeah. on the job. It's like her first her first day back, you know? Yeah, right. No, that's cool. Yeah. Um, you need to have that like wise mentor, Professor X esque character, right? Which could be Winston, or it could be a soldier. Yeah, well, soldier's weird though. Like if you if you watch like uh, there's the one short of him, Hero, yeah. where he's kind of like. I think on like rogue and got kind really of like murdering like, dark. Yeah, yeah, I mean he doesn't, but he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, more or less. So is he just the Wolverine where he like pops in when it's convenient for him and there's like bails for like? Well, weeks I at feel a like time. he's kind of like the Duke of like if you're if we're, if we're at this is GI Joe. Mm-hmm. You remember Duke? Like, he wasn't. He wasn't necessarily the leader, but he was. You know, he was definitely like a very respected soldier. Yeah, and he was like looked up to as like you know he knew he knew his shit. You know, like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. You could you could rely on Duke to get get the job done. Like, he'd go into his room and he'd be, like, cleaning his guns and he'd be, like, when I asked him a question, he wouldn't, like, 
he would want to respond to you. But yeah, but he's really also really gruff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Wolverine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's, well, yeah, for sure. But, he's but yeah, pe- for your for for GI Joe analogy, for sure, I think he'd be looking at a lot of times. But he's also was the leader, you know. So there's a difference there, which is kind of throws in at least a different shade on this this cartoon show because Wolverine was like just that rogue guy that became the de facto leader sometimes and just kind of yeah. like provided the right path when nobody else wanted to admit it or do certain things, but like. He was the leader, so that'd be an interesting thing to kind of, like, follow, you know? And yeah. I think that he probably, in my mind, he's not on the team. Like, he's somebody who might enter the team in the first episode, you know? Like, he's somebody that, like, doesn't want to come back. Right. But, like, yeah, he's yeah, kind yeah, of forced yeah, yeah, back totally. in. Yeah, you know? I like that. And especially I like the fact that he used to be the leader, but it's just, like, abdicates that responsibility to someone who wants it. He's like, right. look, I'll help you out, but I'm not interested in running it this time. Well, so clearly something happened to his face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's like... You, you punks. You he know? just has that, like, like weird yeah. Bane mask over, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was presumed dead. I was reading about this, and, like, there was, like, an explosion or something. Where, like, the Overwatch face Scorched exploded. his vocal cords. It made yeah. it really But then also, uh, <laughs> both him I, gotta, and I gotta buy a leather jacket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's so weird. It's like, uh, it's a biker jacket. Yeah, kind it's of. fully that. Yeah. Which is, like, the 76 logo from, like, the gas station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was it's a Harley Davidson jacket. Yeah, it's like it was like a sponsored uh, bike, like a motorcycle <laughs> racer's jacket, and he just stole it. That's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, so like you know, he, he definitely does feel like that kind of like they want him to be involved, but he's he's you know a bad right? Yeah, you know? he's got yeah. like he's beset by like bad memories or whatever. Right. That's I like that. Yeah. He breaks down crying one episode. All right. So who, who else we got? Uh, I think Winston's... Winston's got to be, because he's, he's, he kind of got the Overwatch team back together. Right, yeah. Like the, uh, the Overwatch short, I can't remember which one's called, but when he, he kind of... He he's, like, pinging right? them all and, yeah. like, trying to get them back. And the Reaper's attacking him in the in his lab, yeah. where he's eating peanut butter. Um, <laughs> and bananas or whatever. Yeah. I think, um, I think yeah. Mercy's a lock, too. Mercy. Yeah, 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 I can see that, too. Like, you want to have that, like, wise, um, like, female character who, like... You know, has been in, been on the front lines. Like, is knows knows what it's like and be like like a mentor character and tracer. Like, she's been through. Like that's Anna though. Yeah, could be. well, I feel like Anna should be in it because then there'd be a tie to Farah. Yeah, I feel like Farah would be like a guest star occasionally. I feel like Anna. Should, see, I think that Farah. If you want Farah in the main cast, then Anna should be a character that gets like visited, but isn't like in the main like the guys we see every day cast. She's like the she's like the wisest old sage. Yeah, yeah, like, you visit them, yeah, 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 yeah. like, you, you visit them, like, I don't know what to do, I need to talk to someone, you go, like, talk to, like, Guinan in, in Star Trek or whatever, you go to, like, the, the bar and talk to the bartender kind of thing, like, I think that you'd want her in that role. It's Libby Goldberg as well. Yes, correct. Yep. That, I had the character right? Yeah. Yes. I don't remember. No, that's good. You pulled that right out of your butt. Yeah. <laughs> and the, um, this, I didn't, and, but Mercy, too, I don't know, just kind of the, the cliche thing to do, but it's like, I don't, because she's kind of, she's the healer, right? Yeah. And super useful, but, like. She's the thug. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like kind of like you could play her as in some level of comic relief. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, really? like she'd be a little airhead. I mean, I mean, we're going to. It's funny. I didn't think of it that way. I didn't, she doesn't have so much I, of a I see the opposite way. What I think, what I think would happen with her is she stays at the base most of the time as the doc. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, you see her occasionally, like, in the tents or whatever, you know, at the Overwatch base. Like, yeah. you know, you go back and, like, there's always a scene with her where she's patching somebody up. Well, she's like the Jean Grey of the team to me. No, like, she's, like, been around... powerful, right? Like, she goes out in the field and, like... But not all the time. I'm talking about in the animated series version. I'm trying to remember my memories of that show, and I feel like Jean Grey was in that 
pretty consistently, but maybe I'm wrong. She was often kind of, like, tethered to Professor X. Okay, we should not do that. And, like, oh, I mean, like, she just, she would be back in the mansion, and then every once in a while she'd come out on a mission. Yeah, exactly. And then her, like, mind power would explode. But she wasn't often in the But that's what I think, that's what I'm saying of Mercy, is, like, she's she's the team doctor, she mostly stays at the mansion, quote-unquote, Overwatch Central, and then occasionally she goes out. Uh, on missions, and she's awesome. Yeah, you know, she's like, like got damage boost. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think so. If we're gonna do that, then we should definitely like have like okay. So back in the in the eighties, like those eighties cartoon shows, for like for better or worse, they pretty much slotted a person's personality into a very specific role, right? So like the doctor character was very had a lot of like advice or like yeah, yeah, a lot she's of wise. Like, yeah, and she would like come to you or like just even like. I'm having, I, I went on this date, I don't know what to say to this girl, or whatever, and she would give you, like, she almost, like, hey, motherly advice. Or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. You're just like, what? So, <laughs> the line is, I, I, for sure, because I've heard this a bunch of times now, heroes never die for a price. Yes. I didn't realize that when I first, like... But when you're on the other team, when you're, when she's on the she other says team, it in, she says German, in German. I think she's German. German? Like Swedish. I'm pretty Swedish. Swedish. Is she Swedish? No, because, no, because Torbjorn. I thought, you know, right, yeah, it, Torbjorn's, Torbjorn's Swedish, I think Reinhardt and Mercy are both German. Okay. So, the point is, that the fact that she says, I, everyone always just says, heroes never die as her, like, thing, but it's like, dot, 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 price. Like, so <laughs> yeah, what is the price? We find Who that knows? out in season. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Season two, yeah, it's, it's the cliffhanger. It's so some dark price. dealing with the devil. Well, she has some, like, big debt. It's like Reaper, Reaper is, uh, Reaper's there at the end, like, giving oh, Mercy some, like, yeah. medical supplies. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. No, I like the idea that she has some, like, tide of her old life that, like, like a mobster, not a mobster, but like some sort of like big debt that she has to like pay off. That mm. Secretly she's got some other shit going on. It's kind of cool. But yeah, so anyway, the point I was trying to make was like, the doctor character always has like the wise like emotional advice for like, not like, like plot heavy shit. Well, it's like you talk yeah, to like them while like, they're getting patched up. They have a conversation. Yeah, like, oh, what is this date with this girl? I don't just say to her. Yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. like motherly like, yeah, well, yeah. you should say this to her. Like that kind of advice. Like that fully feels like something Mercy would fill that role. That, really. And like oddly enough, like I think of that scene in the movie X-Men movie with Jean Grey's Which patching X-Men up movie? Wolverine. The first one. Okay. Where, where Jean Grey's like patching up Wolverine and then they have like that, t- that talk and like I feel like that's like Yeah, totally. I feel like that is a good I feel like Mercy as like a as like the sort of maternal towards Tracer you know, at least yeah, the I front like that. kind of like that's why she goes there because like and, and we haven't fully established like where we start the story because I know like Tracer was like born out of time or something. No, really she was in a, like an experimental jet they like exploded, and then she got like, she's like her oh, yeah, she was thing like, is, like she gets thrown all over the place. So she has to wear that harness like all the time, to, like, right, right? Lock her down or something like that. So I imagine like if we have that event in the truck, the pilot. This is just a version. No, for of sure, it. we got to have the like origin story episode for sure. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then like you know, Overwatch rescues her, and she gets brought back, and then like Mercy's the first person she feels like she can actually talk to. Who's like. Well, her and Winston, well, Winston's working on, the, has just created the contraction so, that, like, helps her. Timeline-wise, and I'm going to be a total lord dork, because just, like, for the show to make sense, right, like, if she, that would have happened way before her first day on Overwatch, and that's Uprising-era stuff, right? Like, her first But I day, think, I mean, I think you could open the show that That's way. what I'm trying to say, yeah. right? Like, you open the show with that, and you just like, cut forward. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you can have them like refer she, wait, to... She, like, she's like Robocop. She wakes up in the... Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Robocop sequence. With the first person with people like... She's like warping all over the place. They're trying to catch her. Yeah, no, I love it. That would be a cool first scene as Tracer's origin. Yeah, like, she's the... like in the, in the jet and yeah. like, you know, that's, that feels super... Yeah, probably, probably too. There's also like somebody else is there. It's like, like Soldier was there. Yeah. Like watching. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. there observing that day. Yeah. 
You know, so well, they, like later on in the, in the in the season or like the episode, like welcome to Overwatch, and she just knows his voice. Yeah, you know? it's yeah, like it's how it's. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you want to do full like that era cartoon, you have like a shadow in the background somewhere, and you're like, that was Reaper the whole time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Later on, like season five. Yeah, he's like, oh, he he sabotaged it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And you go back and watch the first episode. Yeah, and he like, yeah it's it. always been there. Yeah. Uh, but you just you leave it like a blob, so you don't know who it is because you don't know who it's going to be until like it makes sense in the in the story. Yeah, well, it could be just a black smoke cloud, right? But I'm saying like you just leave like <laughs> well, season forty is a cliffhanger. I have no fucking idea. I don't know what if we t- it turns out that Reaper is a reason. Blah 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 happens. And yeah, you can yeah. just go back and retcon all that stuff back in. But then like you have that jet scene and like it's like it ends on like oh my god what happened we're you know and then like all of a sudden like Tracer comes too. And she wakes up, and then there's this fucking talking gorilla. Yeah, right exactly. Holy <laughs> <face. laughs> shit! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she screams, and then he like screams like a girl, and like falls backwards. What? That's definitely something that's been done before, right? Like, what movie or television? It's show everything. I know, but I'm trying like give me a specific reference. Like, I feel like it actually movie. happened in X Men with Beast. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Yeah. So every 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 fish out of water like uh, story about a human or, or of some kind entering into a supernatural environment, there's always that beats. Yeah. It actually, have you ever seen, there was like an X-Men pilot from the 80s called Pride of the X-Men. I love that you know it. I love that you know the name. I was a huge X-Men fan when I was a kid. I kind of stopped caring. (laughs) About anything in life in general. But there was this like failed pilot and it was similar. It was the same thing. It was Kitty Pride. Like she was a mutant and then like, I can't remember how it started. It's been a while since I've seen it. But then like. She gets brought to the X Mansion. She sees Nightcrawler for the first time. She's like, "What the hell is that thing?" Yeah, you know. And then, <laughs> I was like, "I'm a mutant, but that's weird." Yeah, like, yeah. It's like she doesn't know. Yeah, or you could even do the like V for Vendetta thing, where she like just wakes up in a room and then she like, or like the even in the Matrix, where he, like wakes up in a room and doesn't know what's going on, and then he like pushes the door open. And there's like people just bustling around doing their daily things, and he just like he just walks by a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, and yeah a bunch yeah. of weird people doing weird stuff, and then finds Winston like cooking or something really banal. He's like, oh, look who's awake. Let me introduce you to Bob. Like, that's a... a it's pretty... pronounced banal, I think. Is it banal? Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. I think it's probably one of those things <laughs> that I've always said a specific way. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't know what you meant. I just didn't... Yeah, I think it's... Oh, I've always just pronounced it that way because I never had yeah, it said really out loud. Funny. Well, that's I learned great. something new today. Yeah, uh, she walks in the kitchen after she's been scared by Winston and talked to Mercy, and then, like, Winston's, like, cooking with his feet. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. the, stove, <laughs> like, the yeah. stove goes up, and God. then Torgoran's like, I got it. And yeah. Like, Perfect. <laughs> I love it. That's a good scene. So we got, so we got What Mercy. the hell am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic interpretation. Oh, thank you. Um, so we have Tracer as the, like, main character, or the, the inter- the introducing the, the, the introduction the, character. The yeah. introduction character. Uh, <clears throat> Mercy, Winston, Soldier. I think uh, Reinhardt would be there. Yeah, Reinhardt. But I don't want to talk about Torb because you Torb is Torb is okay. So Torb is our the engineer. Torb is our engineer guy. Engineer. He's our weapons guy. He that's what he was anyway in um in the canon. You yeah. know, he was kind of like the guy who made all their weapons and stuff. Yeah. Um. So he's definitely like uh you know our mechanic, right? Yeah. It's like a combination of like Gimli and Tony Stark. Like, yeah, but he's also like he's Donatello. He's a lot of characters. Like, yeah. Whenever you need a, a cool gadget for like a MacGuffin for an episode, he's the one who like right does that right or like even in the uprising. Uprising missions where like something breaks down, he has to like fix it mid mission, or like the comic relief or something he built doesn't work quite the way he thought it would, and like right, that's right. just like such a rich vein of character, you know. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got a claw hand, so it's like you know, there's a lot of comedy to be mined out of like, him opening hands that, yeah. with it and shits, you know, just like, just, like squeezes them like Popeye. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a can opener, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> yeah. I, I still have no idea how he reloads his gun. It just like he just pours lava. Yeah, it's so, like magic lava comes out of it. And molten, it molten core, maybe. He just always has on hand. That's definitely know. an episode named Molten Core. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. They're all all, the, all of their ultimates are named episode names at some point. It's just their ult. Yeah, they're, we have to have like two Ulas over the O or something. Yeah. Well, their episode is called uh, you know. Um, Tactical Visor. <laughs> That's the lamest episode title of all time. Um, but yeah. Yeah, good. I'm glad you... I don't even know the Pulse name. Pulse Bomb, else. you know. God, yeah, that'd be awful. However, Molten Core is a great one. Um, I think also just the fact that... It's about Torbjorn's past and his... Uh, he's, he's apparently like... He's like a grandfather. He's had like a million grandkids or something. They, they, they're just... like there's. I haven't read is the newest comic. There's a new comic. No, no. But I mean, I think he... Um, I hope he... That'd be awesome. He has a big family. Okay. Like, um, and like he's a like, hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> or a dwarf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's like, you know, apparently got, got a lot of, um, a lot of kids and stuff. So there's like a new, uh, like they just, they have a highlight intro for him now where he's like leafing through. Um, oh, I did see that. Yeah. Like a, like a photo book with all of his grandkids in it. And then he hugs his turret. Yeah. Like an asshole. I thought it was, I thought, <laughs> I thought the picture he was asshole. looking at was his turret. Like, no, 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 no. There's like a picture of all of his grandkids okay. in this book apparently. And he just like looks over and like squeezes the turret into the, into the camera frame. Like, oh, you're my like, child. Yeah. <laughs> I love you best of all. So can we, can yeah. we, can we make a pact right now that we'll never use the line like the greatest invention I ever made with you to his child. Please. <laughs> no, we have to use that. No, because yeah. that's already been done twice in two different media. What? It was done in Goonies and it was done in Iron or Iron Man 2. Do that, Is right? That Data's or, dad or something? Who says that in the Goonies? Um um I don't remember the name of the kid. The Data? Uh, the main kid? No, the kid with like the all the gadgets. Yeah, Data. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It's just at the very yeah. end. He's like hugging yeah. yeah, when he's hugging him, he's it's like the end line for that for that character. Huh. And then also Tony Stark's dad says it to him in Iron Man 2. Anyway, that was a cool tangent. Tolkien yeah. definitely doesn't say that, right? No. Right. It's a certain one cor- cartoon, though. He has to say Okay, it. shit, you're right. <laughs> well, no, but there's a Christmas episode where, you know, Torborn... God, it's got to be a Christmas episode, like, oh, yeah, yes! Definitely. There's definitely one, and, like, we find out, like, during the episode that he's got all these kids. Oh, like, shit. Or he's got all these, like, uh, these grandkids. Like, and Reinhardt dresses up like Santa. Wait, Wait no, no, no. Torborn no. dresses up like Santa. he has a, the Santa He already has a Santa No, they're fighting over who's a better Santa. The whole episode. So hang on. So if That'd be great. if is it an episode where he like is sitting in a chair by like a hearth narrating the like let me tell you a story of whatever like is he or is it like no, I think it's like a it, it's like a he's he's like got a secret going on you yeah, know what okay. I mean like every, like like uh, Mercy or somebody is like is dressing up the the Overwatch Central and then uh, like he walks by with like a satchel you know what I mean it's like, and, like it's like slung over his uh, shoulder and, like what's in the satchel toy guard he's like none of your business you know and then like. He just he like goes away and like it's like a mystery throughout the episode and then later on you find out that he's like heartwarmingly dressing up like I Santa like, Claus for his uh, his grandkids. I like that. Yeah, I love that because you could also just have that be like, is he betraying us? Like, what's something right, yeah. bad's happening? And it's just like super warm and like heartwarming. And, like everybody's talking about it like whole time, and it turns yeah. out that it's nothing. It's just a sweet thing. I also like genuinely like the fact that I mean, Overwatch's story is pretty like it's not like super deep emotionally, whatever at this point. But I like the idea that he created all this technology that is now, like, the, I don't think he created the Omnics, but he created a ton of that, like, I don't know the lore specifically, but he created a ton of the technology that is now being used by, like, terrorists and stuff, and he feels super, like, upset about that. But what I like about it is he isn't, like, sworn off tech forever. He's like, I'll never touch another hammer again. He's like, right. he feels right, responsible for it. So I, need gotta... to, I need to fix this problem that I need. So I'm going like, to, yeah. be a part of this team, and, like, I think that's a really cool... It's, it's not, like, torture. He's not, like, how he's, like horrible memories necessarily that's probably more of a soldier thing but mm-hmm. like the idea that he feels obligated to do this thing 
like this is my fault. I need to correct this. Is a really interesting like like gateway into some interesting characters. So then, do, is, I mean, with that being said, that is that is interesting. So the, then, is he part of the team at the front of the series? I think he, yeah, I think he has to be because like, you need all. Well, maybe it's maybe there's a there's a little bit of that soldier idea too, where you have to convince him to come back. Yeah, you know? like that's an episode. You know, you have to like, go and like like navigate through all of his hundred grandkids or whatever. Yeah, excuse and me, then, excuse like, me, coming through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like is he even here? And it's just like he's just behind a couple of kids. Yeah, they're so all short. the same height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I well, I actually what I would the way I would spin that is that he's in the begin he's in there to start, but there's an episode where he like loses faith. Mm. And he like either is going to bail or like he just doesn't want to do it. like so he sees some like horrible occurrence that occurs because of his technology like firsthand. And he's like, okay, f this, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, and then it's up to the characters to be like, you can still do good, you can still fix this, and like bring him back into the fall. Like he ditches or he just like goes goes a wall, like he just goes rogue. And you don't know where he's gone, and they have to go get him and bring him back. Because um, I, I think that that's something that you want to have on a slow burn. Like like he seems like he's kind of to terms with it and then just sometimes he just has like situations that he sees and well just, I can see so one thing I can see happening is like you know uh, I mean it, feel, it feels like we're kind of talking about setting this like where the game is set which is that the Omnic crisis has already occurred it's sort of shaken out um, Overwatch sort of won but now the, you know Talon is kind of trying to reclaim some stuff they're stealing the Doomfist gauntlet right. uh, like so you know <clears throat> there's just there's I think there's a there's a story to be had where, you know, Omnics are being, uh, they're, they're coming back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that feels like what the, what the what it's about. It's like they're, they're coming back and they're, like, there's a terrorist faction of them. Um, and then there are the good ones, you know? Yeah. And, like, Zenyatta sort of shows up as, like, a, he's, like, a like an ambassador. Yeah. Um, you know, which I think he kind of is. Like, I think, I think, and I, I don't know, again, I'm, I'm. A little fuzzy. It's kind of like a wandering like, monk character. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like he also, um, you know, sort of represents the, the, the sort of trying to be harmonious between humans and omnics or whatever. Yeah, he's and a there's still, there's right? still, you know, a lot of like friction there. But it's, it's, um, like he, like I see, I see him showing up in that capacity, you know, and then evil omnics showing up and him having to come up and and like defends the, you know, that that not all omnics are this way. Yeah. Don't forget that, you know, this is this is just a small faction of them. Um. And, and that could definitely lead to some interesting stuff where, you know, Talon is, like, you know, forcing this to come back. And they're, like, foot soldiers, you know, like the yeah. Foot Clan, right? Like, the Omnics, the evil Omnics are, like, the Foot Clan to the Talon, like, main group. Yeah. Um, I did actually wanted to touch on that, but it's not like you had a... Well, I was just going to say that, like, I don't think that we have to for our series, like, be canonical. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, whatever works. Like, right. if, if Tracer doesn't come part of the team in ours until after the Omnic Crisis, and she come and, like... You know, she gets rescued by what's left of the Overwatch. Yeah. You don't necessarily call themselves Overwatch, which is like Winston Mercy and whoever else we decide is in that group. Like, you know, because we kind of have to, you're going to have to find a way in. Like, I mean, like in all, in all, a lot of the adaptations, they don't, they're not canonical. It's like, it's not with the movies. It's not, the, it's not the it's comics. It's its own separate yeah. thing, you know? So it's, we, we can decide that, you know? We, that's, just, yeah. we don't have to feel like we have to follow. No, that's totally well, yeah, but I, feel, I also feel like there's a lot of ready-made uh, stuff there that we should use as an adaptation. I feel, you know, it's like they've already thought out a lot of it. And and, right. uh, and, and using that stuff as, as, as intelligently as we can to kind of like, you know, change it where you need to, but still keep it uh, yeah. keep it there because it's, it's, it's there. I mean, like... And, I, and I'm not saying not, not right. do that, but I mean, like, you're talking about where to set it, and it's like... Everything we talk we about can, can work exactly. Cool. Yeah, the right. order of events for right. sure. Well, I think a lot of these Saturday morning cartoons also used to. They, they had like a main, like you know, GI Joe. You know, there was like a main 
um, there was a main problem, which was the Cobra, right? But that wasn't always about Cobra. That's true. Yeah. You know? No. Like, not every week was Cobra. I yeah, think, like, I, I think, like, well, mostly what it was, it was, like, kind of was, like, the A-team, and I was going to suggest this for this, this for that. Like, we talk, what we've been talking about so far is, like, the pilot, when every episode looks like week to week. It's, like, a lot of, you can't just fight the same people for the yeah. same reasons all, every week, or else it gets yeah. really, you know, unless you're doing, like, Breaking Bad or something where it's, like, really serialized and, like, really good, and, you know, but that's not what this is going to be. This is going to be a... Like it's a, not going to be really good. This is going to be. This is, <laughs> is going to be twenty-two minutes between toy commercials. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. So yeah. it's like they have to. It has to be accessible. And if a kid, if a, a kid can sit down and watch it any time, they're not going to no, have to I, watch it in order. That's a really good point. I, you mean you have to have it in such a way that like Alan is the the quote unquote bad guys, and Overwatch is the quote unquote good guys. And there's like events that happen. You don't have to. There's, once in a while, you get like two or three episode arcs. But for the most part, it's pretty much just watch it anywhere you want. Right? Yeah, and I feel like you know you have like like if you're if you have a twenty-two episode season or whatever, you have. Uh, like, like fifteen of those feature Talon. In some capacity, like ten of them are all about Talon's schemes. Yeah, and then the, a, like the X, like yeah. the X Files, like a thread stuff, and then you have the Monster of the Week stuff. But, right, and the uh, remaining like seven are are those. You know, the remaining seven and, are just different. Like, we're gonna help out the nuns this week. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, and you could have the fun. Like, that's where that's where you pick your main cast, right? And then you also have like. You know, they go to Australia because there's been, like, all this crime, and then that's where they encounter Junkrat and Roadhog. Yeah, totally. And, like, those will be recurring villains, but not as much as, like, Reaper and stuff. Yeah. And right. then, like, uh, you know, and then, like, all of a sudden there's, like, something with Zanyada, and, like, he's trying to keep peace because there's been this rogue robot. And that's when we meet Bastion because he just woke up and started just blowing the hell out of a wood. and right, A yeah. wood? A forest. Yeah. And just accidentally hit somebody. And then, like, there's this, like, it's kind of, like, they're kind of fighting Bastion, but starting to get to know that there's more of a story yeah, there, and like become kind of like a neutral ally. Well, so and also like, like weirdly, like the Saturday morning cartoons used to do things where like episodes would start with another character you've never met before. Like I can yeah. see, I can see the episode starting with Bastion and just following Bastion for a while, and then Bastion encounters over Overwatch from his perspective. Yeah, yeah, and then and then they start to get involved, and then it becomes sort of an omni, um, you know, omniscient thing. But like. Initially, like the story is actually about Bastion, right? And, like that's how you introduce him. Is the whole episode is about him, yeah. Her. I just read that it was a she potentially online. I don't it's know a what's, robot. What's real? Yeah, it's whatever you want it to be. Well, I, so, yeah, but if well, if I, there is a canon gender, we should probably use that. Well, one. I get, but you know, it, it it begs the question that we should probably look up because I'm sure somebody already has figured it out or knows it. Uh, but like, are Omnix gendered? You know, that's a good point. In any way, in in uh, in. Or is every bastion off the assembly line a he or a she, or is this one particularly right, right, different right. because it's like somewhat sentient? And so I wanted to um, say, like, in the vein of the things we're talking about, like a lot of episodes that I, at least I remember from GI Joe or X Men or like Captain Planet or whatever, it would be like you'd have the main villains like initiate some sort of crisis and then just kind of like rescind into like they disappear into the shadows and you never see them again. Like the bad guys would cause some like evil monster to appear. And then Bayon. Yeah, mostly, and then the like, evil they would, monster would be the thing that you would fight. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they'd show up to, like, initiate the whole situation. And Where they would, like, they would, like, steal something. Right. And get away. Yeah. But leave the monster behind that the, the you know, the like Overwatch has to contend with. Yeah, now. exactly yeah. right. So you can have, it's like, like, we can't just leave them. Right. And the thing about Talon, right, is I that, like, that was. No. <laughs> Whichever character you think it should be. Yeah. Uh, I That's think, our new character. Oh, Gomer. Our, 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 our <laughs> Gomer? Gomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a really good thing. But like, I, I like the idea that, like, because Talon, at least as far as what Blizzard has talked about, is pretty small. It's like four people, really. Like four or five people. So we, that's 
not a ton of, like, unless you have, like, faceless talent soldiers, the way, like, Cobra kind of does it. Right. Um, I don't think so. It feels like they're more like, like, they're they're more like, uh, you know, Cobra in that way. Like Evil Overwatch. Cobra didn't really, I mean, I don't remember, right, but they they didn't have, like, faceless soldiers. They do. Cobra? What are you talking about? They had every every friggin' action figure that they could possibly think of would would be. Yeah, but they were all individuals. No, they had had so many, like, troopers. It was, like, Alley Trooper... Something oh, really? they did, yeah. They yeah. had faceless trooper guys. Wow. Sure. I think they were I, I think the Lords like, like a clone machine. They were like clone soldiers or some nonsense. Oh. Um, but yeah, but the idea, like, we'd have to pick, right? We have to see, like, this, is Talon just like evil Overwatch and there's just a squad of them, like the the baddies in in, uh, in Captain Planet, or is it like? I think it's like a James Bond thing where they they are like like Spectre. they're like a small cabal of. Uh, People who are just like causing mischief. trying to yeah they're trying to they're trying Which to to their own ends. They're causing chaos elsewhere, right? In order to in order to achieve that, you know, but because kind of, of like, that, there's only so many of them. Like you said, Chris, you can't see those people on screen every single episode. You want an episode right. where, like, this is the the Widowmaker and Reaper episode. This it, is the somber episode. Like, you want to like you'd have to get creative to like how you weave them in. Like, and this is the really dumb Saturday morning cartoon idea I've been having. It's like you'd watch like the A Team. I used to I watched it recently, and like it's good. it'd be like. There's this, like, group of, like, ex-military mercenaries, and they'd be helping, like, a freaking, like, 80-year-old woman not lose, like, not... Not lose her house. Not lose her yeah. diner yeah, or yeah, something yeah. to, like, the local mafia. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? I and then, like, that. the main... And then, like, the government would find out and, like, try to get them to the main team, and then they would start cooperating with the mafia or something stupid. So, like, that's how you'd weave them in. Like, you'd have, you'd have like, somebody calls out to the Overwatch because they're about to lose, like, their right. public park or something stupid. <laughs> And then, like, it like they're be being nine for a kids show. Like, that's the level of well, yeah, banality. I mean, b- banality but they, yeah, yeah, I think right. so. But they'd be like bullied, and then Overwatch would go to combat the bullies, and then like all of a sudden, talent would find out <laughs> who the pulse bombs. Who, that like this corporate, this like crooked corporation was going to take over the park, and then like they would be like, "Oh, we can help fight the Overwatch if you give us money and fund our stuff." <laughs> yeah, you know what exactly, I mean? It's like yeah. you'd have to like weave them in. Really, there's a great, there's a great like. Like they go, they show up like at the ribbon cutting ceremony and like it's Widowmaker there cutting the ribbon and they're just staring at them you know and it's like what is this all about you know and then they have to like uncover it. I, I um, like the idea that that uh, there is just other stuff happening just because like the um, she shoots the ribbon from a, a three. Yeah, she distance. doesn't even show up. Yeah. Where is she? And it's, like, <laughs> like it's like who's cut, who's going to cut the ribbon and yeah. then and then like a, a gunshot goes off and they all shot. turn around and she's like a mile away. Yeah. But I like the idea because I'm, I I could be wrong in the canon, but I'm pretty sure like they weren't ever supposed to re re enable the Overwatch. Like the government was like shut them down. So the idea that they are the A team of like not disgraced, but like yeah, they're operating a little bit against yeah, the, like they're kind of hiding against the yeah, government. Yeah, so the government, yeah, so they're not gonna like they're not gonna like sick the army on them, but like they also have to be careful and discreet, and like they can't just go in guns blazing. Like they, I like the idea that they're not hunted, but they're like the, the, the government's not gonna be there to help them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a that's a cool like another like the government is a, not a bad guy but like it sort of like can accidentally help you teach, teach kids about bureaucracy. Yeah, like don't trust them by accident. Yeah, or on purpose. Um, so, is there anyone else we want to uh, uh, in this particular segment? Is there anything? So let's uh, let's just keep keep yeah, going real quick yeah. with this. Let's read it. We have Tracer. Yeah, we have Torbjorn. Yeah, Reinhardt. Yeah, we haven't talked mm-hmm. about him yet, but we should. We should talk about him. Uh, Mercy, Mercy, Winston. Two tanks. Uh, we need a defense. 
the healer. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. we have, we have May, maybe? Yeah, but May is somebody I think like we could find. You like, get her as a scientist, right? Like, she could also be like somebody they don't meet in the pilot. Like they just like cool. Skype her and she's up in the Antarctic like, doing uh, her research. She's just no job where she just, you just never I like, just read, I think that her her backstory is that she, like, ev- like everybody was in the Antarctic. Uh, all of her scientist friends died because of like some sort of uh, Oh, cryostasis tank malfunction or Whoops. something like that and wow. she's like the only survivor of that yeah and she has that's why she well that's definitely an episode then for sure like she should yeah. definitely if we want to talk about characters yeah. that will end slowly because that's the thing too right like you increase the the size of your group as episodes and seasons go on yeah yeah, yeah. that's definitely like a, okay we're going to be a great ad too because like you know suddenly you have uh, you have Torbjorn who's kind of like he's an engineer and then Winston who's a scientist and she's kind of in between them yeah. feels like you know and like so like adding to uh like, like Winston can't handle everything by himself, but he won't admit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, no, that's cool. Uh, and then she comes in, and she's, like, really, really smart, and then he, like, learns to, you know, trust her by the end of the episode. Yeah, he's, like, really protective of his workspace. Right, yeah, know? exactly. Don't touch he, that. Yeah. And then he, like, falls in love that's with her, and she's like, you're a fucking gorilla. I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Winston, Jesus. I <laughs> just love. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no. Like, he's just like, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> get your get she's your got, toe feet off me. Boyfriend feet off, off me. somewhere. Yeah, she just says that. You know, I'm you know. Canadian boyfriend. It's just like it's like a running running thing. Like she never you never meet you him. See him. Yeah, yeah. But it would be interesting though if, with me if she did start as like this like correspondent sort of like she, she was more like the science person. She didn't have her powers. She's yet. like so yeah. They consult her for like weather stuff. She's like the weather scientist. You know, yeah. Whenever there's weird weather happening, gotta call for weather. It's yeah. always like <laughs> they, they always call up a specific person in GI Joe or like Captain Planet or whatever. Like they always have a specific. This is the like nuclear expert. This is the weather expert. This is the like smog. Whatever. There's always a person they can go to. So she would definitely be the like weather scientist that they have like stationed way off in the. In the and it would, station. It'd be kind of fun too, in that sense, because you would like, like the the the, the cold open or whatever, the teaser would happen, and then you like there'd be some element of it. You're like, oh, we're gonna get this character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you kind of be clued into who your special guest Overwatch person is gonna be. That's, oh, that's a cool. Like, that's a good way to put it. Like the special guest characters for sure. I yeah, like that. and I feel like there's a lot of them. Like 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 Diva is not gonna be in the main cast. I don't think. Like she'll probably be somebody we visit often. Or one of those people like stays around for like. Well, she's. A couple uh, of episodes. I think her and Lucio both because they have this like. They have a like, music career? Yeah. Or like, Diva I, Diva, I don't think she's, 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 she's a movie posters too in the game. Maybe. Maybe they're making movies. Yeah. Out. Oh, that's right. She is. She's a, she's a, she's like a movie star. So like, it's like her and then like Lucio are like famous and they, they come across them frequently. Yeah. Or like, well, they come out and help, but they're not in tra- the They're always traveling, right? Yeah, so exactly, like, exactly. Oh, exactly. what are you doing here? But the Lucio episode is going to be my favorite episode because they don't, they have no idea he's like a superhero and like Trish is just like a big fan and she drags like, Winston in like a stupid disguise. Oh hell yeah! So yeah. he's just doing a set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, but his all of his equipment is still like like can do damage, but yeah. it's just like under the table, like it's like <laughs> pops out and like unfolds. But he's got like bodyguards and like the fight and breaks out because like Tracer or whatever is there and Talon attacks and then he's like all of a sudden he's like I'm not getting out of here I gotta help and then he just. It's, he says, "Let's break it down." And then he starts helping. Them. But he like grabs. He like he like rips the woofer off, you know, and like and, like, oh, like attaches like so using it as a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. before we do that thing, like you need to have Tracer and Winston like get ready to go. Like, oh, we gotta save them. And as they're like getting ready, like like Lucio's already in the fray. They're like, oh shit. Or yeah, like, or, realize, like they start like, to rush after him, and, and like he like jumps them. over them. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah. He, like he starts to wall ride. <laughs> oh, man, yes. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 what's even better is that Tracer's going to be trying to outrun something, and then she missteps and like gets hit, and not actually shot because nobody ever gets shot in a Iron Man cartoon. But like you know, like 
Oh, it looks like, like she's she's in trouble. Yeah, Widowmaker like, like snipes the pillar next to her or whatever, yeah. and it starts to fall, and then all of a sudden she starts to move, it's not fast enough, and then Lucy just scoops her up and he's like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he's, and like, he's like, woo, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I so that actually is something I wanted to touch on for the show, right? Like, is the love level of violence because mm. like in Ninja Turtles, all the Foot Clan were robots, so you could they could use their like weapons and kill, like, destroy, and cut stabs open, but, like, oil and, like, gears would come out, right? But, like, G.I. Joe, everyone just shot lasers, and they'd get hit in the chest with lasers and just fall down. And, like, no blood, no bullets, something like that, right? I think so, that's the level we're looking at. I mean, I feel like this is, like, it's also G.I. Joe did a lot of stuff where it's, like, they hit the boat, and the boat exploded, right. and everybody fell out of it, and they were fine. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, like, just stuff like that, I feel like, is, is, is where we'd be landing there. Or, you know, like, you have... Somebody's going to use their, like, Reaper goes to, like, you know, so he's like, die, die, die. And then, like, Lucio uses his, his alt. Right. Know, it seems like. Really and it, like, saves yeah. everybody, you know. It's like but a moment. We, but, like, even in, like, the X-Men cartoon, there was, like, once in a while they'd have an episode where someone fully died. Morph dies in, like, the first episode. But it's kind of, like, off screen. And he comes back to evil. He dies. Yeah, okay. For a while. For, like, 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 over a season. I I assume that at some point we'll have those darker episodes where someone, like, full on just, like... I mean, it doesn't doesn't go out in a gory way, but, like, just, like, gets a laser blast in the chest. This is why the Mercy stuff is great to me, because it's, like, you know, there's a whole episode where they're, like... I couldn't save him! (laughs) Well, no, but he's... But whoever it is is there in the bed... Oh, the whole time and they, they keep yeah. checking in on him, yeah. and she's just watching over him. You know, yeah. she's like, I'll watch over you. Yeah. And so it's like yeah. it, it just matches up with all that shit. No, totally. Like, it's, I mean, that's I mean, that's why we started talking about this in the first place, right? Because it's it matches so perfectly. I'm sure that was Blizzard's intent of like the like archetypes of characters and their personalities and their like roles in the game match so cleanly to that like Saturday morning cartoon. Like, yeah. she's dressed like an angel. Yep, I think we get what she does. Like, it's pretty obvious from looking at a character. We're like. Reaper looks like a Grim Reaper. He's probably the bad guy. Like, it's really right. overwrought with its, like, visual, like, symbolism. Like, all the bad guy, like, Reaper wears a skull mask. He's a bad guy. Like, it's so on the nose with that stuff. I think that's... Right, but it's now. very it's very over the top in a um, very uh, intentional way. It's like, yes. it, they, they, they intentionally made it so that, you know, you could look at that character and know something about them right off the bat, and, uh, you, know, that's, you literally can look at every character and kind of just know what their role is and their personality. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, Jumpman's I mean, hair is on fire. He's probably a crazy, but like, he's probably yeah. like, uh, uh, yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, got a peg leg. He's, he's, yeah. yeah. And he's exactly. giggling and like twitching his hands and stuff. Yeah. Like a, me- like a super archetype. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, and, uh, I, I think it's, yeah, I mean, it's totally why it, why it lends itself so well to this kind of idea, I think, because it, it, uh, it, it kind of is there already. Yeah. You know, it's in that, it's in the same, uh, space. I think I don't think we're finding it very difficult to map anything no. to what we're talking about right now. Yeah. And I think like um <clears throat> like I just think about McCree. Like that guy is his his sort of canon story is like he was an outlaw and then he was a good guy. And yep. so he's an outlaw for the first half of the season and then he becomes a good guy. Yep. Like, like so I feel t- like that it's guy totally the gambit. Yeah, like there's yeah, an 100%. episode where he is he, he's like Robin Banks or whatever and but, they go after him and then gets away. You know? Or they both like him like he does a good job. And then, like, Overwatch goes after him, but so does Talon to, like, yeah, recruit yeah. him. And then he ends up leaving with Talon. And then, like, as the season goes on, he's like, you guys are, you guys are evil. John yeah. Wayne would do this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, then, like, and then, like, he turns on them. You yeah. know? I think you almost and have him be, like, the asshole of the heart of gold, right? Or, like, he is Robin Banks and being a selfish. He's the Wolverine, in my opinion. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. Because, like, well, he's, like, super selfish and self-serving. And he's Robin Banks and stealing money. He's not giving it to sick kids or anything, but, like, he's keeping it. But, like, there is, like, a heart... 
down there and you, once you once they like get to it and they're like they're like elbowing I'm like you're a good guy like, really come great. on and you, you know? find out that he's kind of Robin Hooding it a little bit you know like not all not fully but yeah. like you know like they, he's been stealing all this time and then they find him like giving candy to kids not in a creepy yeah way. but I, I like the idea that like you know like he is like I'm not a good guy whatever and they're like come on you're a good guy like elbowing yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like come on you're a good guy he's like, it's all embarrassed really. well, like, just like he's really like has that like defensive shield up about that kind of well, stuff? Well, he acts good, but he doesn't. He doesn't say like his actions are right are the opposite of the way he is. Right, I feel yeah. like you know, yeah, or he speaks about himself. Yeah, um, he's, I was just gonna say he's kind of like misguided. Like I feel like he's like he's got what he thinks is cool, and that's what he keeps going for. But yeah. he's got a heart. You yeah, know what totally. I mean. So it's like he keeps kind of trying to strive to be this thing that he doesn't. That's not him. Yeah, but he's got a different image of who he thinks he's supposed to be. Yeah. Which is the idea that, like, which is a robotic cowboy in twenty first yeah, century with a Banff belt <laughs> yeah. buckle. I know that, <laughs> like, that's the one. That actually is the one thing that's that actively annoys me about the game. Well, that's so perfect for him. I know. It's just like he's such. It's so perfect for him. Such a douche. His his pistols have like spurs on them. Like it's yeah. so. Like he's like, yeah. What, what does a cowboy have? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think though, like the idea that he is doing all these selfish things and then like. You know, he gets, he's like a lone wolf, like he doesn't trust anyone. He's in that like jail cell, just like, yeah, you know, it's like playing even harmonica or whatever, and then they bust him out. He's like, I didn't need your help, whatever. Like, I don't need, I don't need anyone. And then he slowly learns to like trust and accept and all that. It, sort of yeah, thing. And, then, and like on the base, he's, you know, he, he, he kind of keeps, him, keeps himself. He yeah. doesn't really like, but like, you know, you can tell he's like, he cares. Yeah, totally. You know, he gets involved with like, you know, I, I don't know. Like Tracer, uh, at some point, you know, has a problem that he helps solve. Yeah, he teaches some... her how to shoot more straight. Or it's yeah. hard to practice really bond or something. Which okay, so uh, the other thing we need to talk about before we close it out, and I don't know how we've not um, touched on him yet. Genji is oh, just man. purely uh, uh, like you know Snake Eyes kind yes. of well, character. He, yeah, one hundred talks. Yeah, but like uh, and and Hanzo and their sort of relationship, I think, is one that you know. <clears throat> Like that starts as an episode, yeah. Know? Like that starts as one that you you see the two of them. Like probably you see the flashback version of Genji, yeah. You know, like when they're both young and the, you know whatever's going on. Um, and we see it go down, and we see Genji, you know, uh, get betrayed. Would you have it so that like you? I mean, it's kind of tough because Overwatch exists, right? But let's pretend it doesn't for a second, and this is the only like version of that movie that exists. Would you just have Genji be? around doing his thing and then like there's an episode twist where he gets murdered and you're like <gasps> like that's it Genji's dead oh man Hanzo no I think him. it's like, one of those ones where it's like a one off uh, it tells the story of Genji and Hanzo for a while and okay. then you sort of see how that ties into it, yeah, yeah. the episode as a whole like what like you know Genji is introduced is in his current form right. and we sort of hear his backstory yeah. it tells you his backstory you know it's kind of like uh, like Harvey Dent in the Batman series Batman anime series you know he you kind of see him go through that um, and it's not, it's not a flashback there, but like, I think, I think he's a character who shows up. He doesn't have a memory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And he's like, maybe he thinks he's evil. He's being brainwashed by Talon. And then he sort of realizes he's not, or he was at one point. Do you just have the RoboCop like secret initiative that he doesn't know about that he thinks is like, he's like controlling him to do certain things. He doesn't know why or something. Yeah. I mean, something like that. I yeah. mean, where he's, where he's just fully, uh, a, you know, He's a mystery uh, for a while, and that's the that's what they have to solve. I feel like he, I, it would be weird having him in the main cast at least at first because he is kind of so remote and like right. and like 
It feels like so a lone wolf. It's like Shadow yeah. from Final Fantasy VI. Yes. He well, even looks exactly like him. Yeah, he just kind of like <laughs> yeah. hops in, helps you out, and then disappears again. Yeah, well, he's got his own mission, you know? He's like yeah, off on his that. own doing like, you know, he, he's going to the top of the mountain to sit on it or whatever. Like, <laughs> it's a really good mission. Yeah. What I feel just like, to meditate. What yeah. I feel like could be kind of cool, though, is like if you start his episode and like it's like there's some some company built, some big complex in Hanamura, mm-hmm. like you... You're, you're, you start and you're like on the guard, like the mm. security guards, and like you get the sense that something is happening, like behind the scenes, yeah. like there's somebody sneaking around and stuff, and then like all of a sudden you catch a good glimpse of Genji and he like jumps out with his sword, like, oh, but then but what he actually does is like slices an arrow in half that's about yeah. to hit the security guard and like saves it, and the guy yeah. and the guy like drops his coffee, no, it's <laughs> like, yeah. his yeah. and then like all of a sudden and then like Genji starts fighting this actual elusive thing, the second elusive thing. Who he doesn't actually see in the scene, but then like finds one arrow and he's like, it can't be or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like he starts going after. Hanzo. Yeah, it's funny where I thought you were going with that, which I thought was kind of interesting. Is you think Genji is a bad guy? That's what I thought you meant. Because like he's well, I'm not saying well, that, that, that's also good, but what I'm oh, do you? That's what I mean. Like okay. he jumps out of the shadows the first time you see him, and he's like, no, 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 no. I, but you don't find out in that scene that that's the case. What you do is he he attacks like an, an office building. It belongs to Hanzo, but you don't oh, know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't so understand he goes into the taxes yeah. office building. Oh, yeah. And then, like, like they go after him because he's a scourge, you know, who's been, uh, the, the very, the, the, the Shimada Corporation is, you know. Oh, they, like, uh, well, is, they bring is, you in to do something, and you're like, oh, this is what I thought it was. Yeah, oh, exactly. Like, and then they find out back the course stuff, of the episode. This guy's, like, hacking in and, like, breaking all our shit. Right. And or, then you find out that they're actually the bad guys. Yeah. That's totally And then he sort of mysteriously disappears at the end of the episode, and it's like. No, they just, like, look to go. Anyway, it's just gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or better yet, though, like, hot, like Hanzo calls the Overwatch for help in fighting right. this, like, yeah, totally. nebulous threat. And yeah. then you find out that Hanzo is the bad... The Overwatch find out that Hanzo is the corrupt one. And right, then, right. And then, and then he, like, they make him cry. They're like, this is your brother, you hate asshole. Well, I like that because, yeah. like, he doesn't know that it's Genji because he assumes he's dead because he killed him, right? Right, so, like, yeah. It's like, some dude is coming in and, like, wrecking our shit. And then you find out that he's got... Yeah, he's, he's the one at the beginning of the episode who says it can't be because he finds a shuriken. Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah, good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like it's like a shuriken. That's perfect. Yeah, no, yeah. that's great. Like, he find, like, like he's like, been dead for X years. It's a shuriken in the coffee. But I like the idea that... Because what's cool about Hanzo is that like he feels shitty for what he did. He's like, I need to make reparations for the fact that I murdered my brother. And like he's, he's evil. Well, not evil, but like he's corrupt and is, like, a part of a crime family, but, like, again, he's not part of town. Like, he's a quote-unquote bad guy that is, like, a recurring quote-unquote villain, mm. but he also has, like, has a heart. Like, he feels bad for the fact that he betrayed his family to protect his business. Right. Um, and I think that you can have those enemy, like, those bad guys where you can sympathize He's in a gray area. I mean, I feel like, you know, like, Hanzo feels like a character he would, uh, he would be redeemed... Uh, but not entirely. Yeah, like, we just, you don't know where he's, he's not going to join ever, Overwatch, right? but he's not going to—he's—you he, know—he's going to have to choose between two evils at some point. Well, you have those episodes of X Men or whatever where like, they team up with the like lesser bad guys to yeah. do something, or like even in like—I um, don't know—I'm sure like in Batman, like she teams up with like Harley Quinn or whatever, like to solve some larger evil, and like right this. I can see totally Hanzo filling that role where he's like, yeah, he's pretty yeah. evil, but he's also like a beloved character that everyone's like, oh man, it's a Hanzo episode. Cool. I like this character. Yeah. I feel like you could actually have a really cool similar episode with Sombra where like there's a, the, the, the Overwatch go to fight like the, what are they? The Los Muertos or whatever. And then like Sombra, like they run across Sombra who's going the like a rose. guys. Like the, the glowing skull. The guys. Guys, yeah. yeah. Where she comes from. I think she was a member of them. Yeah. And then they get to kind of run into Sombra who's like, 
or maybe she attacks them at the front of it, or something happens. You know what I mean? Where she's like actively against Los Muertos, or they're tr- they're trying to kill her. Or something. The opposite. Yeah, like, well, you she, get... she thinks she's a friend, and she ends up being like betraying them or something. Well, I, I was gonna say like I feel, I feel like it's like they fight her the whole the whole time, but then they they realize that like they have to they both realize they have to team up just for this one. And they hate thing. each other. Ugh. Yeah, and yeah. it's like it's like awkward and weird, and they're like they're like giving each other shit, yeah, like in uh, you know, like if she's hacking. Like to get them in, and like they're wondering whether they can trust her or not, you know. And then she comes through. You gotta have. You know what I mean? Like it feels like uh, she does. She does come through, but then she also does. Like you find out that she also stole plans for something at the end of the episode. You know, it's like ah, ah. yeah. So yeah, she just Catwoman's right. Right, she's fully Catwoman. Right, where she's like she helps you out, but only as far as it like helps her achieve her goals. Right. But Um, then there's like one. There's just this one little smidge of like something she said to Tracer or something that's like. Just suggests at the end when she leaves, yeah. like maybe she's not as bad as we thought. Right. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, there's totally. like this well, she, yeah, she has an opportunity somewhere in the episode to to do something evil and doesn't do it, but yeah. then you find out yeah. that she did something else that was evil that was not quite as evil as that other thing. You know, she like hacks Tracer, but then like doesn't kill her or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I needed to disable you to get these plans or this priceless artifact right. that I needed. Yeah. So we're pretty close to an hour, but I did want to touch on. Another thing really quickly as far as, like, recurring characters that aren't part of the main villain cast, which is Roadhog and um, Junkrat. And I think that we were talking before the show, we, we were talking about them being the bulk and skull of, of the show, which if you don't know who that is, it's the two, like, not antagonists, but antagonists of the original Power Rangers They're, like, series. the social antagonists. So, yeah, they're, so, like, Power Rangers, like, you have the, like, they're in their suits fighting the bad guys half, and they're, like, the, the teenagers at school, dealing with school stuff half, right? And they're the, like, bullies that try and bully these incredibly attractive teenagers, like, muscular teenagers. And there's, like, a big fat guy and a skinny guy. And they're always trying to sneak around in the bushes to try and find out what's going on. Like, what are these guys up to? The comic relief. Yeah, but they're, like, they're, like, annoying butthole comic... Like, they're always getting in the way, and you have to, like, save the puller ass out of the fire. Right. But they... So they want to be evil, they're kind of inept at it? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. so I think that these guys... You probably want them to skew a little bit more on the evil side or, like, the, like, antagonistic side because the two characters from the Power Rangers show are pretty harmless. But I think that, like, well, these guys mischief are, feels like the right word to me. Like, mischief's a good word They're mischievous it. and they, they try and, you know, they try and just cause havoc. Yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of, a, it's kind of, like, it's not the sort of, like, Talon-scale havoc that's getting caused in the world, but it's still annoying that the, the Overwatch has to deal with it because yeah. it would be a problem if they kept doing it. And the way that I, I imagine it is they don't have, like, grand schemes or plans or, like, we're going to steal the three pieces of the Weather Dominator, take over the world. They're just kind of being chaotic and having fun. And they also get hired in by, like, Talon to do they're stuff just sometimes. Yeah. yeah, like, so, like, you know. But, and they're always, like, like, like uh, they'll get hired, but then, like, they're decoys, kind of. Like, they're, yeah. like they're, they know that they think they've made friends, up. but they really haven't made friends. So, yeah, so they keep getting hired, and like they, but they're just to draw the Overwatch towards them, and you Talon does something else. You can even have them just be like wannabe members of Talon, and be like, if we do this, can we join Talon? They're like, absolutely, yeah. totally. You can totally yeah. join Talon. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like so, a running gag, bro. And then Roadhog like farts, and then like, oh, like, guess not. And yeah. Maker's like, oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we actually did talk a little bit before we sign off uh, about talent. Because yes. we didn't really talk about it much. Yeah. And, like, who's leading that? And Reaper. it feels like the Reaper's the natural... He's the, he's, the, he's the Cobra Commander, right? Like, you have to yeah. have the guy with the mask be the... That's how I feel about it. Like, you have to have the guy who don't know what his face is. Because then you can have that reveal of, like, the leader talent used to be a good guy kind of thing, right? Which is, right. you know... We'll probably yeah, then that's... Well, that that's the episode where it's, like, him and Soldier... Like when they were young, yeah, absolutely. You, know, you yeah. see, you see that that start that sort of stuff going on. By the way, if you didn't know that, spoiler alert: um, he, was a, he was a Overwatch. He was in the like 
Black Ops. Yeah, Black Watch. What are you spoiling? It's like... I don't know. Oh, I can't play the video game now. The first-person shooter. I don't know. I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, it is that... And that's, again, like, it's a classic, like, 80s cartoon-esque... Oh, we were once friends, but now we're mortal enemies. Like, right, that's yeah. such a perfect... And it could totally be him and Soldier that just, like, go at it. Because he was, like, a founding member, I think, of original uh, Overwatch. So it, that seems to me like a natural... Well, it's like when they, whenever they meet up, like, he, he and Soldier have the uh, the exchanges. Yeah, you know, like, like, yeah, it's like kind of thing. They're, they're, like, when they're firing at each other over, uh, you know, chest-high walls. You they, never could see the big picture! Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's my Reaper voice, yeah, I guess. really good, yeah. <laughs> That's when he sounds without the mask on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, just, yeah, 50s guy. You could also have an interesting episode where, 30s like, guy. in the lore of when I've read, it's like, they both... They both didn't die in the same explosion that they were thought they to be both, in. <laughs> the other person's dead. Yeah, but then like they fight they out blame who each did. other for it. Well, they find out it. who did it in one episode, and then they both go after him, and they have to work together. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like you could have an interesting episode like that. That'd be good, like, yeah. Where you, and then you get a different kind of Reaper episode, you know, where he plays yeah. just a different role for once, kind of like the way we do with Sombra and Los Muertos. Like, there's all that really cool stuff in the lore that like just you know, and then like similarly with Symmetra, the worst fucking character of all time. <laughs> But like, like you know, she kind of like character of all that. I mean, I just hate annoying to play. I just hate power. Blizzard, please. But uh, I've tweeted Blizzard. Have you really? I mean, like, if you guys don't, I quit. Nerf Symmetra. I'm not. We're not making a Saturday morning cartoon show. Yeah, they're they're like, okay, okay, Chris. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got, yeah, call you on the phone. Yeah, but like, you could have an episode with her where she, you know, what's the backstory with her? She. She works for a corporation. She's, she's part of like a large corporation, I think. Right? Yeah, she kind of she's like, like an engineer. Uh, she's like an engineer for some like it's just, yeah neutral, but like super like corporate. the corporation she works for is evil, but she is not. She's kind of more of a she's sort of an evil enabler. So she secretly tries to get the Overwatch in to do something about you know Maybe what I mean. Sometimes, or at least she she strikes me as a character who and she feels less defined to me than some of the other characters. But she strikes me as somebody who is going to listen to logic and reason over anything else, and so like. She does strike me as somebody that Overwatch could convince, uh, you know, to help them, yeah. even though it was against her, uh, her company, her wishes, or whatever. But I could also see her being like, the company understands the need for order, and like my life is in like in this company and the structure is super ordered. So even if good guys come in and start like fucking like messing up the works, I could see her being like, you need to leave. Like you are, you are. I asked you to come in and do something, or like I, I it's like, hey, I'm gonna hire you to, to solve a problem, and then they, they show up and just like wreck shop because it's a there are a bunch of guys shooting guns and whatever, right. and she's like, okay, never like, fuck, no way, like this is not what I wanted. Maybe she even goes evil to try and like stop them from like, you know what I mean? Like I can see she's her trying being, to balance out the scales. She's super all the time. neutral, right? Like yeah. she's not, she doesn't really give a shit about the large like save the world stuff. She's like my little box needs to be perfectly ordered um, and if she's good guys are fucking with it or bad guys are fucking with it I don't care they both need to leave so she kind of just like is super neutral and be like you guys fight over there mm-hmm. I'm gonna take care of my little corner right here and as soon as someone messes with that they are the bad person to like her right yeah, that's cool is there anybody we haven't talked about there's a, a ton there's like 300 characters yeah, yeah we, well, we, we, did, we only talked. touched on talent. If you wanted to dive more into talent, well, uh, well, and I also think like Widowmaker is going to be one of those what, like a big character. Oh yeah, like, she's going to be you know hugely like right? influential. I don't know if you know. what the cutest. Okay, so in Star Trek, there's an episode, a two part episode where the Borg, who are like super evil, like cybernetic, cyber and like high mind. Yeah, alien. they try to assimilate. People. They they do successfully assimilate Captain Picard. Right, and he becomes their like mouthpiece. He becomes their like speaker, and he's the one who goes on like the comms and talks to them and taunts them. 
and they just do the big rescue mission to get, her, get him back. And they do because it's a show where happy endings happen. But like Widowmaker's backstory is like she was a was just a good guy, yeah. And then she got brainwashed and turned into this like like femme fatale assassin. And her skin is blue because her heart only beats like three beats. Which is not how skin works, I don't think. But yeah, but, uh, yeah. But that's well, that's the comic yeah. version, right? I don't like, think a lot of this game is how reality works. No, of course not. But like the, that idea what? is <laughs> monkeys don't talk. Uh, the, the idea that like she is a character they feel like they need to rescue constantly, and she either resists that or they fail, or she fights them, or like. It, it just never... It's like a tragic thing where they keep trying to save her and they just can't yes, do it. who is it that know, knew her before she... Was, was, she, it, was it Tracer? Like, I, I feel like... So. I think okay. maybe Tracer yeah. did. Somebody did, but I don't remember. No, uh, Tracer is in the video, like, fighting her. In the short, like, fighting her. Right. But, but Tracer's also the newest character. Right. Well, I guess in our version. I'm just talking about in the actual... I want to say it's Soldier, like, before he got turned or something, but it might... It's got to be one of the OG, like... Well, they, she was part of Overwatch. Right. Yeah. So, so the she, old, like, she old was, Overwatch. She was, like, married to a guy who was part oh, of But I'm saying, like, she existed as a good person in that era, like, yeah. like old Overwatch era. So it's probably Winston or Soldier or... But she was brainwashing and killing her husband. Right. That's basically what it is. Right, yeah. And so, you know, that's a very super tragic thing, and uh, but she doesn't know that, I don't think. Right. You know? So it's like... There's definitely maybe an episode where she does rumbling start or like or the, the season like, two or season three episode where she finds out, yeah, you know, and then the she either gets brainwashed back or, you know, well, turns like, for a while. You can, you can restore her memories, but that means she's going to know that what she did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you want to... Or she's too, she's too evil even, uh, like she, she, she's too far gone, she thinks, so she doesn't, she doesn't go good. Like, yeah. You know, I, but I think that the idea of them consistently, like making that like a, like a sub thread that just continues. Yeah. yeah. Where, like. There's even an episode where they get her back and like they start working on her and then like they yeah. talent her skin turns uh, you know whatever natural color it is right yeah and I think that that's a cool weird tragic thing to add into the show as well for sure yeah she starts dancing ballet again is that what she did yeah she was a ballet dancer God, I guess okay all right Blizzard take it easy <laughs> well that's why she's got those like uh, like really theatrical outfits with like the bird mask oh, and like okay, all the sense, ribbons yeah. I'm just thinking of characters we've never included I feel like Anna like. In our version, it would be fun if we caught up with, like, Soldier, and, like, she was running rogue with him. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the, the Zoe and Mel. Mm-hmm. Oh, we haven't talked about Farrah, either. Yeah. But, well, I feel like Farrah, like, you need to have, I feel like you could have one of them on the team. Yeah. And then you have an episode where you go to meet the other one. You know what I mean? Right. That's, yeah. like, where the relationship Well, also, okay, so you have, I think you have uh, Farrah, and then I believe that Anna and Reinhardt are... Her parents. Reinhardt? Reinhard? Yes. I think it's Reinhardt. Mm. I've never heard... I've heard I know that Anna's, Anna is her mother. Yeah, I think it's Reinhardt. That's her dad. Um, I might be wrong, so sorry if I'm wrong, Overwatch fans. Uh, but but uh, somebody is somebody is supposed to be her father. Like somebody who's in the Overwatch. Oh, really? Okay. Or somebody who's in the, uh, in the game. <laughs> she, Anna doesn't yeah. know because she's just... Yeah. All over all of them. Like it, 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 it was a wild time back then. Parties yeah. all the time. It was back in the 60s. Yeah. Um, the 3060s. I don't know what Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like the idea that Vera has this other obligation, which is this like military career. And she almost feels like split between two worlds where she has this like career with these people. She cares about these people that it's not like superheroes. There's like average people. And she's like, like, cause she's got the crazy rock, like the jump back suit and the rocket. Like she's like the, like, coolest, like, badass of that army squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's also in Overwatch, and she has, like, maybe, like, Anna is there, like, being like, you need to pick one, or you need to, like, 
you have to like choose Overwatch. Like that's doing more good. And she's like, I had this other career. Like, don't tell me what to do, mom. I have this other thing going on. Like, she feels like split. It could be a point of contention, cool. yeah. Like between her and her mom, or she just doesn't join the team. Like she's just like, I'm going to stay in Egypt. She just makes a makes a decision one day to leave and go do her military thing, and that's how you like cycle some of the episode characters. Yeah, well, in the, the main cast. in the lore, she's never been in Overwatch. Oh really? Yeah, no. She just like circumvents the actual story. She's just. Anna's. She just kind of circles around it. Yeah, she's kind of Anna's daughter. I mean, maybe they like trying well, to recruit her. She was in the military. Yeah, she is chief security officer or something. But like the idea that they try and recruit her, and maybe like there's a whole episode where she's like not sure. Like that's the thing I see in a lot of like serialized shows. She's like there's a whole yeah. episode of like trying to make up her mind that she's going to talk to people, right, get their perspectives, right. and like let me tell you why I joined. And then she talks to her mom, and her mom's like, "Listen, you do whatever you need to do. Like be true to yourself." So she has a husband too, I think, or something. And so like you know, right. it'd be interesting if her. Uh, yeah, her father. Um, <laughs> no, but like Far trying to figure out like if Far trying to figure out if she, um, you know, if 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 she does this, that means like leaving her husband behind. Yeah, right. Uh, and that's that's a big deal to her. You know, yeah. like it, and then she chooses her husband. Yeah, I was, was gonna, gonna say, say get her into you, one get, you know you know him. You get to meet him in, in yeah. the show, and he's like a nice guy, and you understand why she. You know, His name's Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, and then uh, you know, what else we not talk? Orissa. Yeah, she's too new. Yeah. I was thinking about it, like she's she's probably a late season ad then, you know, like I feel like she'd be like season four or something and then like you meet uh, uh Effie or yeah. uh, whatever. Like you meet her first and you see her build Arisa Arisa yeah. uh you know, in the episode. Um, yeah, I like that idea because you then you have to like protect yeah, her. Like Torbjorn helps her or something. Yeah. 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 Or gets over his like Or he no or not, doesn't help her and then first. she does it himself or herself. Uh and impresses the shit out of him. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he yeah, even yeah. goes, okay, I guess it's still fine to, like, make robots so you can make good robots. It's fine. Like, the fact that he still isn't sure about making technology, like, intelligent technology because he's got all these, like, things that he regrets, you know. Yeah, like that. Done. We got her in. <laughs> well, I feel like that's it, then. That seems really good. Yeah. That sounds like a really good show. It's a good, a good show. I actually want to work on this. Yeah, yeah. too bad. <laughs> all right, Blizzard, if you're listening, uh, hire us to create a Saturday morning cartoon based on your game. I'm really that surprised that, that Blizzard has nothing to do making movies and stuff. I'm not. I'm surprised that they're genuinely not reaching out to other types of people like that. And Overwatch, honestly, seems like it was like jokes aside from our episode. Like it seems like it was tailor made for that. Yeah, it's still so many action figures. Yeah. Oh yes. God, I would buy all of them. Yeah. Just, well, there's, and then there's some skins stuff of each. They're one? starting to do now. They're starting to do some. Um, they have some Funko, not Funko Pops. They have the Nendoroid. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tracer has. It's, it's. I don't think Funko made it, but it's kind of a Funko. They have Funko Pops. They definitely have Reaper because, and that's actually it's a good point because I, I don't buy. I never buy toys when I started start playing this game, and Junk was my main at first, and I was like, I wanted Junkrat. Yeah, they didn't make one, and I was upset. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, merchandising is for sure a thing. But like, because the character models. Are well, so cool. and at the same time, though, like I, I do respect that. Uh, like, I, I was, I was sided with Bill Watterson and the Calvin and Hobbes merchandising stuff because it was like, you are taking away something from it by doing that. Yeah, you know, that's true. it's not, uh, it's not entirely free. Uh, you know, even though, even though it is supporting the fandom and having people who really like it, uh, you know, get what they want, it, it people getting what they want and the integrity of the thing are not always mutually it's a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a very slippery slope. I mean, it's like, it's a whole other discussion, like a whole other can of worms to open at the end here, but it's like, what's what's happened to Star Wars? It's like, it gets, it reduces things. That's to, exactly to how To the iconography it. And, yeah. and takes away from the heart and the story. Like, I, yeah. like I, I'm so sick of, and every time I hear a lightsaber now, it's almost like a regurgitating. Yeah. No, that's honestly like, that's why I'm, I'm sad about the fact that it's just going to be a, a yearly 
Beat series now. Like, it used to be special and rare, and, like, now I just hear the Imperial theme all day on television, and it's just, it's lost a lot. And, like, in every Carter commercial, yeah. you know, there's yeah, the yeah. kid running around. It's just, you'll never watch yeah. for Star Wars content, which is great for some people, but it's just become another license to be little runs the yeah. ground, which is... Not necessarily, you know, it, it is what it is, but it's just, that's just, yeah. You're well, I've said, what I wish George Lucas had done was just stopped making movies. Yeah. And just kept it. And then wrote some sort of moratorium into his estate that said, nobody can touch this ever. You know, like, uh, it, you know, copyright goes to this person who he trusts and then yeah. they keep it, you know. Like, because I feel like, um, you're right. I, I, I think it takes away from the character's... Like as much as I love uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, is that their names or Chris Miller and Phil Lord? <laughs> I don't really know. But anyway, the, the guy's the same names. You said them in two different orders. It's Phil Lord Did and I? Chris Miller. Phil Lord and Chris Miller because Phil Miller is the lead character right. in Last okay. Moment. So those guys are are doing the Han Solo movie, mm-hmm. right? And if anybody who's working <clears> these days, I trust them. They did a great job of Lego Movie. Uh, Twenty One Jump Street was way better than it ever should have been. If they're smart guys. They understand the. the the, the content that they're working on. I just don't give a fucking shit about yeah. Han Solo's young career because I think it's going to take away from his character. Yeah. The mystique you know? of that character is much more important <clears throat> than knowing everything. The whole thing about. is that he kind of shows up as this, you know, he's got this checkered past and knowing the checkeredness of it doesn't help your imagination. Yeah. He murders somebody in the first yeah. Yeah. five minutes you yeah. see him. Yeah. I mean, like, the idea, whatever you see in your head for that character is going to always be more interesting and more personally attached to you than whatever you're seeing. Yeah, screen. exactly. And that's why, like, you know, the five lines that Obi-Wan has in, um, in you know, uh, yeah, Star Wars about Darth Vader is more interesting and all of the prequels combined. Um, Because you can just imagine it. But anyway, uh, I think that's it for (laughs) us. That that was a really solid pilot. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um, Join us next time when we talk about... Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the next one. I was just trying to leave some space there. No, you got it right. It's Bob's Burgers. We're going to talk about Bob's Burgers, which is a great show, and we're going to try turning it into an adventure game. What kind of adventure game? I don't know. Point and click, LucasArts, Telltale style. Not sure. We'll figure it out when we start talking about it. What a cliffhanger. Did it. <laughs> if you haven't seen Bob's Burgers, you might want to catch up on all seven episodes in the next week. Bye. Seven episodes or God seven? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, start the whole podcast over again. But which seven? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick the most important seven. Uh, no, it's a great show. You should be watching it anyway. It's, it's really good and has a lot of heart in it. And we'll be talking about that in the next episode. So, see you then. Thanks for spending an hour and a half listening to this drivel. Goodbye. You're going to cut that final thing. Hey, that's it for this week's show. Uh, If you'd like to find out more about us, please follow us at StoryCast on Twitter. And if you have any feedback for the show or any ideas for future episodes, please email us at storycast at gmail.com. Storied is Sean Ainsworth, Chris Rebert, and Harrison Pink. And our music, as always, is by the amazing Jared Emerson Johnson. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>